What's good, U of M? It's your boy, Professor Brandon, here with Professor Tino. What's goody? Just some quick housekeeping. Apologies for last episode. We, Emily and I were on a portable device because UMFM still isn't accessible. Kind of took a break because we just didn't like the audio quality. But me and Tino are doing a quick Zoom podcast and we will be back next week. It's been confirmed, Tino. They, they got, they're installing the parts. They want to do it tomorrow, but it'll most likely Monday. But either way, next episode should be back in the studio and we can have Brooke on the podcast, Savannah on the podcast, and finish up the execs and then start having actual guests, the students, come on. And yeah, then it gets fun. But it's been a while, so I want to hear from Tino. Tino, what have you been up to this past month, just personally? Goodness. Well, first of all, you already got us started with fantastic news about UMFM opening up again. So I'm thoroughly looking forward to going back into the booth and, you know, feeding off each other's energy. Um, It is amazing, actually, and this is related to the whole update thing. It's amazing that things are opening up again and that we can go back to being in person. And actually, the last episode I missed because I was getting my second vaccination. Mm -hmm. So I think that's just a sign of the times. And Things are opening up. I'm double vaxxed. Actually, funnily enough, Alicia finally got her double vax uh, today because uh, funny thing on that really quick is that on on the news, they've been talking about how kind of 20 to 29 year olds have been slacking in terms of getting their vaccine. And when that popped up, I looked at Alicia and I was like, it's you. They're literally talking about you. You're part of the Um, problem. (laughs) Honestly, she is the problem. But anyways, um, that's it. Really funny. I'm so sorry yeah. to sidetrack you. On that note, I have a group of friends who were all double dosed except for one guy, and he had no reason not to be. His appointment was July 19th, but there were so many clinics that like walk-ins that could have gone earlier. So we're at we go to Earl's and it's an hour and a half to sit on the patio, but they could have seen this inside right away. But I just like look at my other three friends. I'm like, can we just cut them? Can we just like leave them? I got outvoted there, uh, so we had to wait that and a half to just stay on the patio to include them. But yeah, you're right. Like there's no, there were so many walking clinics. There's no reason. Like I get his appointment was like July 19th, but he could have gone so much earlier and just refused. So many places. Yeah, so, so many places. I'm glad that we should got it though. She did, and hopefully that means every. I, I I'm hoping that it means other people are getting it as well. So. Mm-hmm. Things are opening up. Um, that's what's been mostly driving a lot of what's happening in my life over the past uh, three weeks, maybe a month now. It's been since our podcast. Um, in terms of, well, it's hard to only comment on my personal life without talking about AMSU, Fair. but we will get into it. Obviously, some of the plans that we ha- we've been taking care of, orientation, whatnot, but I'll, I'll touch on that when um, we start talking about AMSU news. Yeah. Um, personally, I am very happy to report back to the listeners of the podcast and say that I did get a grill. Um, finally, nice. yes, yeah, so I got myself a grill. The so here's the side thing: I got a grill, and it's a charcoal grill. But then also the fire ban thing on solar, mm. solid fuels. But honestly, I I've, I've decided that I'm just gonna break the law for that one. Um, Are you I sure you want that on this podcast? <laughs> no, honestly, like it's just it's one of those. Th- I'm okay with it being on the podcast because it's one of those things that's just like it's 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 on a concrete balcony. It's it's like closed off, and I feel there should be exceptions for that setup. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see on the news tomorrow, like, apartment burns <laughs> down. 
That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of of me talking about it too much and then actually like starting a fire. Um, no, but I feel that there should be an exception for you know it, it's one thing starting a fire in the middle of a forest, obviously, but then this is very close off. But glad new happy news. I have my grill now, and hopefully the smoke thing dies down and I can um, you know barbecue for a little bit. You're part, of the, <laughs> you're part of the problem why it's so smoky in Winnipeg. All your barbecuing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It, all me. Yeah. All the way to Toronto, too. No. Uh, but yeah, that's been it personally um, over the past couple of weeks. Happy that it's summer as usual. And uh, not, not, no complaints for me. Yeah, weirdly, honestly, for me, this past week, it's felt like fall, maybe because it's been so smoky that it's been cooler. I'm like, no, even though it is mid-July, I'm just like, it feels like fall. But yeah, you've been thriving lately since uh, you got double-dosed and the restrictions came off. You've been able to see your friends again and go party with them on some rooftops. I have, honestly. Like, I I kept telling you guys about how I didn't want to go out or I didn't want to, like, break restrictions or anything like that. And just every, the storm that would come with that, but double vaxxed and you know i can hang out with what 10 15 people outside so that's a blast 25 now yeah what's that 25 people now. 25 look at that no that's awesome yeah. and that plays into some of orientations plans but yeah, for yeah. Sure. um yeah you mentioned things opening up yeah of course the bomber stadiums can be open 100 percent capacity the gold eyes actually just announced they will be back that i thought for sure that wasn't going to happen that was my one x on my bucket list was like oh that's the one thing i can't do now i can do it uh, but yeah, you want to talk a little bit about these QR codes and actually getting into the Bomber Stadium. Yeah, I mean, so with the um, with the restrictions right now, what they've done is, and it's all very janky. It, it's a little bit frustrating, but you know, you can't blame them too much. So international students don't have Manitoba Health, as we know, and in order to get a vaccine card proof thing, you need a personal health number from Manitoba Health. And because of that, even even though I, as an international student, am double vaxxed, I cannot get one of those cards. So I cannot sit inside with friends um, if I go to a restaurant. And it's actually really sad because that's causing a lot of problems. You know, I try to hang out with people and we only have the patio as an option. And either we get there and wait an hour and a half or an hour or, you know, other people are just sitting inside. So it's just... A little bit frustrating being left out, literally, uh, but it is what it is, and hopefully well, uh, they fix it. Good friend in Bruley, uh past VPFO, I guess two years ago now, uh, he went to the IG Stadium with his uh, you know, vaccination record, and they're like, nope, you need the QR code. I do think uh, they are they're moving forward. I, th- I think now you can actually bring your vaccination record to IG Field and get in. So they are trying to fix this, but yeah, they, I know for what's well, been at least a good three weeks, where it's just like people are screwed if they didn't have the QR code. And you know what frustrates me especially is that it's not so. The only reason why specifically at IG Field they are now saying um, you can come in with a vaccine record or whatever else is they want people from out of province to come to the stadium oh, and go to the game, wow. and then at this point now they're like, oh, but what if you don't have Manitoba Health? How are you going to get into the stadium and make us money? Um, so, you know, now it's a problem. But then right. when when there's uh, international students that pay $100 million in fees and we want to get inside a restaurant, you know, it's, a, it's an afterthought. It hasn't even been fixed, right? So it's just, it's been fixed for the visitors that come from out of province to go to the stadium. So mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Damn. 
really sad. But it is what it is again, and you know, <laughs> well, yeah. what can you do? Actually, question more of an opinion piece. At what point do you think, um, like, like, do you think just like what the next five years it will always be you need your immunization card to do things, or like what at what point do you think like, you know, the I guess just the Canadian government stops caring about that kind of thing because like we don't do that for like other vaccines like so so at what point do we stop carrying our immunization immunization cards? That's a good question. Um, it's a very interesting because. <sighs> I think once cases of COVID start dying down in second world countries, uh, I won't say, well, I don't think you can say second world, in lower income countries, that's the politically correct term. Once it starts dying down in those middle income countries, so the South Africa's of the world, the Kenya's, the, I don't know, what's another middle income country? Like, we get your point anyway. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So once it starts dying down those places, it's probably going to be the same. Like, you won't need it anymore here. But I think, yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. For now, it's going to stay until, um, yeah, just those places don't have COVID. I don't know about, like, lower, lower, lowest income countries, though. I don't think we'll wait for those guys. We never really have. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Like, I bet... I don't know, in my opinion, I think, like, um, this time next summer, think like, so? the IG field will just let anyone in. They'll be like, okay, no, like, it's all good. Uh, I guess just, like, you know, shutting out people for a year kind of thing will make enough people get vaccinated that, because, you know, uh, eventually, yeah, like, you can't, we're, we're not going to go years and years of just, like, always having to scan this QR code to go to a restaurant. Eventually, right, we always talk about getting back to normal. I would say, like, things feel normal now, it's just we have this extra card, but... Uh, eventually they have to get to real normal which is not carrying around this card so i'm just interested to see when someone makes the call on that yeah i think definitely i mean it we'll see when that happens but next year is also possible but i think it will also depend on what happens this winter if there's going to be uh variants or i personally i'm just afraid of a variant that we need a new vaccine for um i think that's gonna happen eventually i just hope it doesn't happen really soon that's all yeah. well we're supposed to get booster shots for covid in the winter anyways i wonder i guess that's another opinion i have view like i'm fine with a booster this winter but are we supposed to get booster every year Is i don't that, know actually yeah, yeah. like so that's the- maybe something like i wouldn't be looking forward to not because i don't like shots or more just like the hassle like i don't even get a flu shot well i haven't been to the doctor since grade eight like i just don't <laughs> like hearing and doing this kind of thing so um <laughs> Well, we'll probably have to get some kind of a booster. I mean, with a flu shot um, that I don't know. Did you get your flu shot last year? I've never, ever had a flu shot. I've never been to the doctor. I, you know what? Honestly, I've never been into a pharmacy until this year either. Really? Yeah. Man, healthy man. No, well, good for you. I think we'll need booster shots or maybe like a flu COVID type combo thing. Um, but I don't know to say we'll see yeah um i guess what's been happening with my personal life is because yeah yeah, i've been immunized for almost two months now um is uh just yeah hanging out with a ton of friends like uh checking off things off my bucket list uh tino do you know the beer poster trend on tiktok i don't Um, so girls have been taking a picture like you know cheeky picture in the bathing suit usually you know with a beer and then they like edit it to like make it look like a beer ad Right. Um, so I did that with 
Corona. I took a nice little cheeky picture of me, you know, cowboy hat that says Corona on it, Corona beer bottle, and just like edited it to have the logo. And uh, I thought it was like good enough to print. So I printed it off and uh, at Walmart. And so I went, I went, I picked it up, but I got home and there was like scratches on it, I guess, from the Walmart printer. So I had to take it back. And they just like open up right in the middle of the store. Like I like it was at the top. So I like didn't want to unroll all the way and like have them see me like do this embarrassing thing. And so I like showed them the top and then they just unrolled the whole thing in the middle of the store. Then when they printed it off. So like they're like, oh, we'll print you another one. Come back in 30 minutes. I come back 30 minutes later. They have it just on the counter there sitting there. Like every, <laughs> every customer that I'd ever walked up within that, like, I guess, 30 minute span had just like seen me. Oh my god! So I love like, that. Oh my goodness! But, is that is that on the Visco though? The poster? I'm thinking I'll I'll consider putting that picture up there. It's not on. Uh, I can show you after the podcast what it looks like. I think it should. I, I think it should be on the Visco for the people. Um, okay, I'll. How, oh, how about equal again, if I can put it up, I like you know it's for her. You know, if she wants it to be for her eyes only, but her eyes plus whatever customers came to Walmart that day <laughs> only, then I respect her wishes. That's like for her only. But you know, uh, I can respect that. I can respect that as well. Yeah. Um, Walmart. That, and honestly, I've just been doing a lot of TikTok trends actually. Um, right yeah. now, I'm currently in the process of making one where it's like you'll put on these sunglasses and pose during a party. You need like 46 photos. I think I have like 21. I'll get you in them soon when we go out and party and oh. um i'll make that tiktok i've been doing uh, i also have like these heart glasses yeah that uh different colors so i'm going to do a little party where it's like you make a drink that matches the color of the sunglasses and i'll record oh. that i've been doing alcohol freezies you know i've just been doing everything i've seen on tiktok like back in the winter i've just put on my bucket list i've been checking them off and yeah it's so like it's only mid-july and i've checked off most of the things so i'm very happy with how summer's going it's a, this is the tail end of summer, though, hey, with it being 22 July. I Crazy guess so. Time goes fast. You were painting sunglasses, too. You said that at some point. What's that about? I was doing that last night. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I'll be another TikTok. I got the videos yeah. on my phone. Just got to edit it. I'll probably post it tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, um, because there's only five colors of the sunglasses, I decided to go and, um, you know, paint them different colors so I could, like, include even more of my friends. Megan's was amazing. I don't know. She's such a good painter. Mine, it's so globby and like chunky. Uh, it looks disgusting. I had to like, so I was painting them yellow and I had to add like orange polka dots to distract from how bad the paint job was. Uh, again, you'll see it on the TikTok just how bad I am at painting. It just was not good. But it was still fun. What a great activity. Had a great night last night. Oh, I love that. Okay, sweet. Good to hear that things are going well and that bucket list is getting checked off. That's pretty yeah. important. Things are going amazing. Um, kind of, yeah. I mean, we'll get right into Amsu news at this point, unless you have anything else. Uh no. Uh, just some stuff on Amsu news. All right. Actually, I have a I have a question for you. Yes. Why? Okay. Why does it hurt to get hit in the balls normally, but during sex it doesn't get it doesn't hurt to get hit in the balls. I don't know what kind of like vigorous type <laughs> I don't know, like activities that you're engaging in. <laughs> um, if anything, Tino, you're the crazy person. <laughs> bread over here. Um, I, I, like, I, I, I think it might be force, possibly. It might oh, be a force. Or just expectation, kind of like you know your balls are going to be hitting something during sex versus <laughs> like unexpectedly just getting hit like 
you're out in public and I don't know, it just gets hit. Uh, what a question. Actually, I think that is actually um, the answer to the, actually the question that you asked, expectation. Um, I don't know where I saw this, but someone was saying that pain, so pain isn't bad in the sense that if you feel pain, um, you've already endured that much amount of pain. And what you're afraid of isn't that pain. What you're afraid of is having to keep enduring that pain. Mm. So, um, so I guess the the thought would be that, you know, you get hit in that delicate region and then you feel the pain and you obviously you're just fine because you didn't die. Uh, but the thought of having to keep enduring that pain is what makes you go, oh, man, you know, make it stop. <laughs> so I would imagine because it's a surprise and, you know, you weren't expecting that. And then it's just pain that's come out of nowhere. Maybe that's why it's worse. And then expectation. But then, you know, during pleasurable activities, we'll call them, um, because you're expecting it or because, I don't know. No, it's not going to last long. Like the pain. What's that? You know the oh, pain, yeah. pain won't also, last long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because there's probably stimulation elsewhere as well. So, you know. Uh, but it's, it's an interesting question, nonetheless. You know, it's so funny. On that note, yeah, the greatest hangover cure is actually sex. Because, like, I don't know this. I have a headache. <laughs> It's it's quite funny, but like lots of time, water and sex actually cures my hangover. Have you told that you should tell doctors this is the this is the piece that they were missing? It's just <laughs> such a distraction that you don't like realize you have a headache anymore. No, I, I think the worst is like when you take an Advil, it like usually still takes like 20 minutes to uh, for it to kick in. So like what my go to is like drink water, take the Advil and have sex while I, and then by the time I'm done sex, the Advil's kicked in and I'm good to go. I you know what, why have I not brought this up before? Like I kind of a genius in this regard. Like this is such a smart thing. <laughs> uh, you should write a paper. You should write a paper and then have it be peer reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'd be, uh, you know, I'd be willing to be a test subject in that, uh, <laughs> that uh, experiment. You know, you can actually probably design an experiment. Does sex and water when you have an, when you have a hangover, um, you know, distract you enough to cure it to the hangover yeah i mean that and then i get participants signing up for this uh this experiment yeah you know it could be good i'm uh, sure plenty of participants that, signing up. That, that sounds like such a down bad moment just like how how down bad are you i'm so down bad i designed the experiment that involves sex just to get girls <sighs> i'm not yeah. sure if women would sign up i don't know if you're a woman and you would sign up for the experiment, email us. It's for science. They they would sign up because it's for science. It is for science. You know, it's it important is. that we progress science. Exactly. Actually, on that Advil note, I know last or whatever podcast, how many ever ago, I asked how does Advil know where to go? Yep. Okay, kind of a stupid question. A lot of people, actually, I did get quite a few emails about this saying that I was dumb for even asking that it's it just numbs all pain so it, do, it doesn't know where to go it just like uh it, it's in that inflam inflammatory whatever just like it basically Anti stops inflammation hmm? anti-inflammatory yes thank you yeah it's that so basically like just any pain it kind of just numb, not numbs the whole body but just stops pain all over so yeah 
but sure. see like and then leandra the services manager she yes. like oh i had like the same thought and she was like so like i appreciate leandra because she actually came to our rescue you know i'm like oh everyone made fun of us for that she's like no no it's not dumb i had the same thought i'm like oh okay thanks she was telling me actually yeah yeah that's so funny that's interesting and it, i think it kind of makes sense too because usually those inflamed areas where you have pain and i think that's why massage and like um just like even pressing right because um you can only feel what is it you can't feel pressure and pain at the same time mm. um, is what i've heard so if you like press on a painful spot it goes away Amazing. so yeah. interesting uh, very interesting a little thought here um i think mommy should get dna tested to see if they're the actual mother because we always hear like you are not the father but like why why don't do they do the mother you know, I think you're out here coming out of it, you know, just out of the box thinking, out of the box thinking. And I don't know, man, like you just got to slow down with those good ideas. <laughs> That's absolutely just Mommy okay. I'm not that what? <laughs> just to see if it's if like when are you saying when it comes out, like when the child comes out and then you just get a DNA yeah. test just to make sure. More, more like more like, you know, the baby's four years old and it's like, OK. DNA test the mother to make sure. Yeah, no, it's just a joke, just a joke. Anyway, um, red flag game, red flag game. Yes. Okay, so you know. Actually, I'm not even gonna set really a scenario for this. Mm. They, they like, I feel like it in any scenario, like you could be like married for four years or just met the person. I feel like the red flag is the same either way. Yeah. They laugh during sex. Mm. They never take sex seriously. They always like. Like you can interpret it how you want. It's they're enjoying it, and that's why they're laughing a lot. Or it's, you know, they think something's funny, or, you know, just they laugh during sex, and they won't tell you why. They won't even tell you why, too. Like, they just added giggling and not... Okay, maybe you still, like, ask them why you're laughing. They're just like, oh, yeah, I'm just having a good time. Mm. I feel like that one needs a little bit more of a setup, because... Like, is it laughing from the moment clothes have been removed all the way through? There's, there's it... penetration going on. And they're laughing. <laughs> penetration. No, they're laughing. They're laughing the whole way through. It's not, there's not a difference in laughter. So, like, that's how you kind of know. They're probably not laughing at you. It's not like, it's the same laughing during sex as it was when, as soon as clothes were taken off. Uh, that's a bit of a red flag especially if i don't know why they're laughing i mean sometimes people are just nervous and giggly which is right I, yeah i think it's a red flag because if if it's the first couple times and you're nervous and then you know your response right. to nervousness is um laughing then sure but if it's been four years and you're married um and they're still nervous i don't know should you be with that person if mm-hmm. you're not you know if you're not comfortable enough to like take sex with them seriously type thing so right. Red I mean, flag for me. yeah i kind of you know i kind of posed this question to savannah emily and carly and they mm-hmm. uh you know they they were like they're like this they're they laugh sometimes at when it's serious situations like carly laughs at funerals which right? remember her saying that um so yeah. so like i get that but so so it's fine i'm not saying it's a bad thing but like where would it yeah i guess where would it land for you like you know i'm sure there's probably guys who like don't take sex seriously and always laugh during sex too and just like oh it's just super fun it's funny you know sex is funny to me um just like i was asking you personally tino just like 
if they laughed at sex maybe maybe honestly maybe it what well, it's never laughing at you tino it's always uh just sex is funny to me and sex it's not even me being nervous it's just like oh sex is funny i laugh at sex still a bit of a red flag i have to say because i don't know what's 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 funny or like what are you I'm saying is it is um a bit of a red flag i, I don't know it's just a little bit strange, especially if it's the whole time and it's always like laugh out. Yeah. Bit of a weird one for me because then what else do they find funny? What else do they laugh at? Do they not laugh at funny things? If I, you know, so many questions with that. So bit of a sketchy one, I have to say. Yeah, I'm going to go red flag as well. I mean, yeah. if it's all the time like i can get it sometimes you want to make jokes during sex and it can be fun it's a fun time but if it's all the time mm. i don't know if it's a deal breaker for me just like because there's so much more to a relationship than just sex there's so much more mm. right if you genuinely enjoy the person like okay for because i often yeah how often are you having sex in a relationship like as as in if you take the total amount of time it, it probably only makes it like 10 percent max oh, sure. of like the time you're spending together so you can kind of forego that and just like, okay, our sex isn't great. Or it's not what I want, but at least there's more. So I'll just go red flag as well. Yeah, not a deal breaker for myself as well, but red flag for sure. Um, personally, I don't know if I would forego sex in a relationship. I just, I don't know. I'm not. I just be kind of upset. Like I can't enjoy sex as much as I, I, I normally do or as I would like to mm-hmm. because they're always laughing during it. So yeah, red flag. Interesting. Put a, put a bag over their head and you can't see them laughing. And maybe it'll be. <laughs> I'm absolutely kidding. All right. Oh, jeez. On that note, though, let's get into some ums and news. I think if you don't mind, I'll go first. To that. I got like a lot of just really short, rapid fire things. Um, sure, shoot at it. Actually, maybe this might need this first one might need some discussion. The CUSA president resigned. I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast, but basically, there's yeah. a big upset. So Carlton, I'm um, and Carlton have a good relationship because they're very, they're similar sized schools. They agree on a lot of the things they do, a lot of the same things. So uh, there, there was a big upset in their election that basically the big underdog slate won. Um, people were happy because like, it was kind of a, almost like a dynasty at QSA, the same, the same kind of team running every year. Um, so it was a good change. And now it's just, I know T- you and Tino, you and I were just like very much following the drama and like we FaceTimed them, like we heard the results. I'm like, oh my God, so crazy. But yeah, to hear that the president resigned, it's like, what what ha- what the heck happened? And like, there's no, we haven't heard any reasonings. He's just gone. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that, Tino. It's interesting, super, super interesting. And yeah, obviously I heard about the resignation as well. And um, I actually just, I had to look at the Carlton um, subreddit because I was like, oh, how's, how are students uh, taking this? Oh, you haven't had a look? I uh, haven't. I'm so dumb. I should have gone there immediately. Please inform so, me. It's so positive, actually. Um, mm. I think I, there was one or two posts about it and... From what I read, I think it was related to mental health. Um, that's what people were saying. Everyone was so, so positive about it in there. Um, and it, it's it's so interesting watching people being positive on Reddit because usually people are being negative on Reddit. Well, um, Reddit yeah. was the one place that like this underdog slate had all the support. 
So they had a, they had mad support on, on Reddit for sure. So everyone was pretty positive about it. Um, there 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 hasn't been any official explanation to the students, uh, but they were saying mental health probably, and it kind of warmed my heart a little bit just seeing that students were respectful of Matt's situation and. Yeah. Even the people that were being a bit disrespectful, you know, downvoted and they were just, they were being dicks in all honesty. They were just, you know, they were like, oh, but, you know, causing an upset or running in the first place and then just quitting mm-hmm. afterwards, um, which is an unfair statement because it's not like he was planning on doing this, right? No. It's not like he was planning, well, you know, who knows, but I, I can't imagine he was planning on resigning. I mean, none of us have ever ran for any of these things, planning on resigning. So... I, I don't think it was premeditated in any way. So, and if if it is mental health, like some of the people were saying, I hope Matt's doing all right. And honestly, I respect him a lot for actually stepping away if it is mental mental health related, because you know that can get very heavy very quickly. And to sort of have the courage to say, okay, I'm going to step away and take care of myself is, you know, something not a lot of people are able to do. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's any drama in that, like, right, he upset the incumbent, maybe the incumbent didn't transition improperly. Like, I don't know, maybe there could have been some hard feelings there and then overwhelmed by not being transitioned properly, you know, mental health gets to him, he had to resign. Who knows, man? I mean, like, in, I think we know that the inside is usually, like, uh, a lot more complex than just what you get from the face value. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. And I wonder, I'd be curious to know what actually happened there, but um, we'll always get a, a version of the story and never really what actually happened. Yeah. But, All right. Here's some fire news. Hold on. Actually, just oh, yeah. one, really, really quickly. I'm curious to, just to hear your thoughts on this, because one of the things I wanted to do was actually meet with uh, Matt and ask him mm-hmm. about his plans for the CUSA, whatever else. Yeah. So they ran an anti-slate campaign, right? They were the yeah. slate to end all slates. And for myself, I don't know, I find that very interesting because say by coincidence, three of them want to rerun next year, right? Mm-hmm. Then just because they're incumbents, they have an advantage over everybody else and they know what they're doing. They yeah. may not be a slate, but they do have that advantage. So I don't know. I'm just like, I don't see how getting rid of slates makes it an equal footing for everybody to run and possibly get elected because you just, you cannot get rid of that um, advantage. If anything, if anything, having slates actually makes it so that people can win. But hey, I just wanted to say that yeah. uh, we don't have to have a whole conversation about slates. <laughs> just no. curious. Yeah, no, and you know I'm still pro slates. I think um, the logic there, as the as from the anti slate people, would be um, the inco- that incumbent. At least he the the power of being an incumbent stays within only one portfolio and doesn't spread to other positions. So right, okay, one hundred percent. That person's yeah. That person has an advantage. Nothing changed just because there's no slates. But then you look at other positions, like okay, well that at least that person doesn't have someone with them. That's now influencing the race for another position. Mm, I mean, you know what? I can take that point. I can take that point for sure. But yeah, rapid fire answer news. Yeah. Okay. Club spaces going well. Uh, we've hired the club's coordinator, Thomas. Uh, yeah, we call him Tom internally because we already have a Thomas. Um, but his email, uh, clubs at umsu.ca. He will be dealing with all student club inquiries, 
we have we've broken ground on the um, renovating the club spaces. Hopefully they'll be done by September. Um, we have the student care contract a year in the making finally signed this past week. Brooke and I signed it. We now are locked in for four years with student care that we don't have to worry about having a broker for the health and dental plan. On that same note, we've increased mental health um, on the UMSU health and dental plan to include um, on top of um, clinical psychologists and practitioners, they now include, uh, sorry, let me pull up the, the actual wording. Oh, um, um, oh uh, counselors and uh, psychotherapists are now included. So people can now see counselors and psychotherapists and use the UMSU health and dental plan um, towards that. That's this awesome. is on top of, yes, us increasing mental health. Uh, the maximum students can spend or claim on their health and dental plan by $250 from last year. So now we already had the best mental health um, plan in all of Canada, but now we've just increased it even more. So that's exciting. Um, the UPASS, the contract has been sent to us. We're going to review it and sign it. There is no UPASS this fall, but we will have transit subsidies again, like we did last year. And this winter, we will have the UPASS back. Um, Bison Sports, you know, we did that this morning. We uh, introduced ourselves in a little video uh, for all the Bison athletes coming to the university, and it will be available for all Bison athletes, period. Uh, but most, yeah, importantly, all the uh, first-year Bison athletes will be able to get to know their execs a little bit better. Um, MAPS, Manitoba Alliance of Post-Secondary Students. Um, we've met with the NDP. It went very well. Uh, lots of... Um, agreement there and uh you know we're going to be collaborating with them all year and we actually have a follow-up meeting with jamie moses the mla for waverly uh he wants to get to know the all the execs not just the members of maps um and we then also of course still have our meeting with the conservative party in early august uh, august 3rd um honestly uh, well just yeah. to say um it's really nice thing about maps is that um you have that opportunity to work it, uh, it's a bipartisan approach. I believe that's what it's called and uh, also nonpartisan. So working with all the politicians from across the aisle and, you know, seeing how they can help us because it's about students rather right? than at the end of the day. And I love that about maps. Yeah. Just, this is just me pulling in a plug in about maps. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, no, I mean, students made the right decision to vote to join it. Um, you know, it, it, it's the best. Yeah. It's, it's an approach of working with stakeholders rather than, holding rallies and it's like doing like actually meeting with politicians rather than just you know um trying to yell the loudest voice in the room um um the, there's a transit survey out right now i think it ends mid-august uh go, that'll be in the newsletter i think it's already out uh just give your feedback on transit services so um transit can work better to adapt to student needs and last thing is just I wouldn't say inside information, but like just giving a heads up of what the fall will look like. Um, I have a little note from the university about, um, you know, what's going on. I should say students might be still upset that there's only 25 uh, students allowed in a classroom come September and that many courses are still online. They say, well, vaccinate, why can't we be fully in person? I should let be, let be known that the province actually hasn't changed the restrictions for the university. It is the, they are the exact same since last summer. So I would say now more than ever that the university made the right decision back in March to stay 
online in the fall because we would be scrambling right now and having to move classes online right now because the province hasn't given the go-ahead for the university to open up fully. Um, so that's, yeah, not on the U of M, that's more on the province. Um, maybe, you know, I, I'm sure public health has their reasons. Uh, you know, the university, when everyone's on campus, the university becomes the second biggest city <laughs> in Manitoba. Like, it, so so I don't, I don't blame them. Um, there's going to be um, lots of in-person activity from the university, It'd just be held outside. I'll let you get into that, Tina, with the tents. Um, study spaces, arms, there's only one classroom being used in arms, so every other classroom in arms will be used as a study space. That is the same with Asper. There are no classes going to be held in the Asper building, uh, so it'll all be for study space. And the multi-purpose room is being looked into for study spaces. Oh, nice. It's estimated that there'll be 2,500 students a day on campus, um, with band time included, that goes up to 4,000. Dining services will be open, at least half of them will. You know, the ones in uh, Defoe, I believe, you know, Greenhouse Cafe. Campo restaurants, I believe, are staying closed except for the subway. But Campo is opening up spots for people to eat. Oh, sweet. Okay. And finally, there'll be 300 people in residence. That is estimated. Okay. And now I will let you take it away, Tino, with orientation and if whatever um, some news you have. Sorry, that was the end of my rapid fire. No, that was good. It's uh, it's nice to hear all those updates, especially the ones about uh, study spaces on campus. And it's it's looking positive, I keep saying. And where's the wood? Where's the wood? Um, looking very positive. And that was actually not wood. So I'm going to... There we go. That was actually wood. <laughs> no, looking positive. I think there's going to be an increased foot traffic on campus. So that's going to be very nice. All these study spaces that they're talking about as well. Um, in terms of my AMSU news, the past couple of weeks have mostly been taken up um, planning orientation and also planning the just activities when we're back uh, in, on campus and in the offices, which is something that we're doing as well. Um, we're planning to be fully, for those of you that don't know, we're planning to be fully back in the offices August 30th. And then I think we're doing two days, three days, and then four or five days, I believe is our plan, which is good plan. Um, you know, we have, I was in the office today, actually, we have all these checklists, we have the gloves, the masks. <laughs> I think I have three different hand sanitizer mm -hmm. on my desk and like wipes, extra, extra, extra safe. Um, <laughs> I love that. But orientation is what we have going. Um, we have the food trucks idea that we're going to be putting together and working closely with the university. Actually, we're talking about Brandy Yusek just before this meeting. Uh, so Brandy Yusek works for student, student affairs at the university, and we're working with them to put programming together and activities September 8th to 10th for students that are going to be on campus. So there's going to be tents on the quad. There's going to be kind of like a resource fair thing going on. It's going to be tours of campus. We're going to have our own food trucks just by the other quad. Um, people are going to be walking all the way through. And because it's outdoors, we're going to make sure that it's safe for everyone. Um, it's interesting because we still have to discuss this internally, but marketing it is probably going to be a little bit on the wayside because we're not... We're not asking people to come to campus for this thing. We're saying if you're already right. on campus, so residents, people who are picking up their books, come check out these places, you know, pick up a bite to eat as you're getting around uh, about your business. And then, so it should be relatively um, 
calm, I think, mm-hmm. those two days. But then at the same time, we are also doing a virtual orientation thing inside Gathertown. Uh, we're going to have entertainment in there. We're going to be playing games. We're going to be doing some sort of thing for people to meet other students, make friends. Um, I think we have CIBC coming out and telling people, or at least educating people on money management, which yeah. is something that people really need. Um, and we're happy to offer that. So money, man- money management, CIBC. We've been talking to to um, a physiotherapist actually because we know that a lot of this working at home people don't usually have the best setup so working with a physiotherapist to come down and see if they can interact with students share some knowledge that type of thing so that's what's been happening over the past couple of weeks for myself at least in terms of AMSU news so keep an eye out for all the promotions that we're going to be doing if you happen to be on campus for those two days you know come down say hi grab a bite but definitely join us for the virtual orientation that's going to be a blast um, and definitely entertaining as well but bigger news is winter orientation um with the way that things are well, going let me stop you at that do we want to kind of not spoil the surprise not spoil it but we should start building hype okay um i'm gonna keep it gonna be great people. it's gonna be great that's all i'll say it's gonna okay, be great. yeah Let's please, I'm just like realizing now we're gonna have so many more podcast episodes till then. That's the entire comment. Winter orientation is gonna be great. Do you know what makes into it's gonna be really good too? Because, um, so there's that first week where there's no classes, I think, right? Or something, right? And then the very first week as well, which is usually like syllabus week, mm-hmm. is gonna be a full week as well. Um, and that's the 17th, so the term starts a little bit later. So we have time to kind of bring people together. Hopefully, fingers crossed. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I already know what's happening. And like you already got me hyped up just for that little intro of like there's like a week off. Oh, my God. You're right. Off. It's and people are going to be back in residence full on. We're going to be in the office. Just just you wait. Just you wait. Actually, that's a good thing to mention that I should say on here. August 30th. The UMSU staff is fully back, so please come on by to the offices if you have any questions. Like we're all here. You need anything from us? Yeah, for sure. But besides that, um, other things have been going on as well. Um, you know, some of the maintenance activities on our website, our communications modes, uh, the sustainability green team. I'm actually really excited about that. We had our first meeting last week. Last year we met. We only met for the first time, I think it was October. So we've got an early start to this year. And I've been meeting with Thomas and Brooke fairly regularly. So yeah, sustainability-wise, it's looking positive at AMSU as well. And we have a couple goals for April. So we're going to you know, share those as those come together. But um, obviously, we're limited in terms of what we can actually do, grant scheme between now and April. Um, but we're still going to be putting in the work for that. But I think that's everything for me in terms of Amsu news. Yeah, awesome. Uh, like, I, I'm excited for, well, I should say, actually, I meet with the university tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m., Todd Mondor, the, the chair of COVID Recovery Stink Me. He just wants to go over our plans. I think he's very much in favor of them. Just wants yeah. to hear, hear, hear our side. Um, I'm excited to just be giving away so much swag in the, in the hallways of UC for orientation. Just, you know, I think we brainstormed some great items, Tino, and I'm excited to give them out to students. 
Yes, that's another thing I completely forgot to mention. Um, so obviously part of the orientation planning has been having conversation, has been having conversations about swag and what items we're going to be bringing out. Very exciting. Um, I actually have mock-ups to share with you guys from bucket hats. So that's a thing of a spoiler <laughs> in terms of the swag we're giving out, but plenty of swag. Um, it is limited though. Um, it's plenty, but first come first serve uh, for sustainability reasons we didn't want to get a whole bunch of crap we'll probably um, like space it out though that we have equal amount of items each day though so it's not like yes, a, oh everyone gets on wednesday there's nothing for thursday friday definitely but um yeah limited numbers it's mm-hmm. awesome things and because we got limited numbers we wanted to get things that are a little bit of quality as well so it's not just something that will break and, and whatever else so yeah that's Same stuff yeah no man it's just like it's such a different vibe than last year where last year we're just like oh we can't do anything it's this is the opposite it's like there's so many fun things to plan it actually gets me anxious because i'm like we have to do this we have to like i just want to do so much because we can now that i'm like chill out chill out just like focus on like them point things orientation or like board retreat board retreat did you want to touch on that quickly board engagement yes no absolutely uh so Exactly like you're saying, there's so much that we can do now um, that it's so there's there's a lot going on. But it's also it's also so exciting because there's opportunities to engage with people in person. And that's one of the things that we're doing uh, or at least I'm planning is a day to get together with our board of directors purely for the sake of interacting with them in an informal environment, getting mm-hmm. to know them as people. And I think once you have, once you build rapport that way, you have better board engagement and people just are more willing to engage with what's going on. Um, with hindsight, I think we struggled quite a bit last year because it was fully virtual. We didn't really have any other options. Um, you know, people didn't really turn their cameras on for our board mm-hmm. meetings. It was very disengaged, very, I don't know, it was very much the COVID year. And now it's exciting, right? We can do these things in person. Um, you know, we're planning on doing, uh, I think, I don't know, the plan needs to be finalized for that, but we're doing some in-person activities with our board, depending on health restrictions, of course. Um, so that's exciting. It's very, very exciting. And it should be, It's. I think this is the theme of this year because last year it was two things, right? Or at least for myself, it was new to the role. So trying to figure things out but also just not knowing what was going to happen in mm-hmm. any sort of capacity. Like July last year, we didn't even know what September was going to look like, but now we have a better idea, you know, vaccines. So exciting, very exciting yeah. time. Um, yeah. On that note though, just conscious of time too. We'll wrap it up for the students. We've loaded you guys up with tons of information. Should be back in the UMFM studios next week. So you get some good audio quality. Should have Brooke on next week, hopefully. Um, but Tino, like, I got a little, little joke of the week for you. Um, so man is on the boat and he pulls out a cigarette, but he realizes he doesn't have a lighter. He deems the cigarette useless and he tosses it overboard. The whole boat becomes a cigarette lighter. And on that bombshell. <laughs> that's, a good one. that's clever. No, that's a good one. It, okay. I will give it an eight. I'll give it an Thank eight. You. I appreciate I'll give that. It an it's eight. not really a dad joke this time. <laughs> Is it? I feel like it's just like a clever kind of joke. This it's time. a little bit of a clever one. Um, <laughs> I'll give it an eight because it was funny. I didn't laugh at it immediately, but it was funny. 
and it was also a little bit smart. So yeah, I, it took me a second to get it. I'm like, no, how does it become a cigarette? Oh, it becomes yeah. I told that I told that to all the university admin at COVID Recovery Steering Committee this morning. They, I don't think they got it. Honest to God, <laughs> they're like looking at me. I'm like, and I didn't explain it. Like I just, I, I just kind of for the just, listener, if you don't get it, right? The weight of the boat becomes a cigarette lighter. But yeah, anyways. I didn't explain it. I just kind of stared them down, like, figure out yourself. Like, you know, if you're not getting this, this is on you. So, so I don't think a lot of them got it, but I, I just doubled down. I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not even going to explain it. Sorry, guys. If you don't like I it, you just, I love how you're exposing just the members of the COVID recovery steering. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, the year I in, they're all over 40. Like, just like, sorry. <laughs> if you're, uh, no, that's, that's not my problem. Um, yeah. Okay. Song of the week. So last week, um time what's that last time not last, last time week. sorry you're right it's been a little while last time was can't behave by um oh my god i even say a name last time jared edit this out what's wrong <laughs> okay last week was can't behave by courtney bay that's not even a name either courtney j sorry courtney j this week it's um motion sickness by phoebe bridges who also has a good song kyoto but yeah that's all the time we have for it this time i won't say this week because we don't know about next week we see you guys next time don't forget to spread good vibes no wait that's your line oh my god <laughs> lord don't forget to spread good vibes good vibes only peace <laughs>